Sorry. For whatever reason, I had it in my head that we were recording tomorrow. Tuesday podcast episode 514. I'm Sam Ginsburg. Here is the naughty, tardy schoolboy of podcasting. What? Tyler Driveway. Are you playing some sort of weird Japanese schoolhouse game? No, just because you uh, fucked up and you were late to the, the record. Oh, okay. You're, you're a naughty, tardy schoolboy. Sure. Absolutely. Hey. Yep. That's right. Um, and uh, I guess I'm joined by those two weird twins who went to school, because you guys are wearing the same thing, you freaking nerds. Ginsburg's over here. That's the same last name, too. I did have someone in a meeting ask if you were my brother. Oh, that's too bad. Why did this person... You know what? That's, this is not a good conversation for the show, but... And you were, like, you were like, we have shared DNA. No, I didn't say that. Oh. Alright. I don't know my coworkers that well. Clearly. <clears throat> uh, I wonder if they could tell who was making a jizz sound, Sam or me. Oh! There it is. Second try. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna talk about some, I don't know, dumbass articles. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, that's about it. I, I'm, I'm totally unprepared. I'm completely thrown off my game because I thought we were recording uh, a different day. For no goddamn reason. For no reason. I know we, we always record on... Tuesdays, of course, Obviously, every, yeah, all the time. but I don't know, I got confused, so, um, I don't know, uh, Lady Ginsburg, what do you, what do you have over there? Um, thanks for asking. We've got to get all this shit on camera, it's going to make so Tyler so about this. I have Energy City Brewing, Bistro, Pineapple Banana Cream Pie, flavored Berliner style vice beer, um, don't mind me, I'm just going to do this to the can. Holding it upside down, swirling it around, because that's specifically what it tells you to do. I know, with the floaties, but... James fruit, invert and swirl can before serving. I know, I know. I'm concerned about the fact that I just had to, like, shake the can up a little bit. Also, I feel like I should drink it out of the can so that I don't have to be confronted with how hazy it is. You can get big old chunks. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what the the very bottom of the can looks like though. It's cloudy, but it's not as bad as I had anticipated. Milkshake. Oh man, Milkshake. I got mad chunks up in mine, dog. It smells like banana bread. Yeah, man, that smells good as hell. That's good. I like that banana bread beer. I mostly just got head because I didn't pour it the best, but. Hot. It tastes like a uh, banana laffy taffy as opposed to banana bread. Oh, yeah, no, I don't like, like I don't like that. Banana laffy taffy, it, I don't know. Like, the, you, everybody knows the banana flavor that they get in candy is like the old ex, uh, extinct banana, right? Yeah. Is it actually extinct or just uh, in much less circulation. I don't know. 
if it's not extinct, it's like mostly extirpated from its natural range. Um, but I, I like that flavor is fine if it's like in a, a runce or whatever. But with the laffy taffy, just hangs around for too long. Yeah, I mean this tastes like a a slightly tart banana candy. It's got like a weirdly smooth mouthfeel. I don't know that I'm gonna like 16 ounces of this, but I do enjoy one and a half ounces of it. Cream pie brings to mind like a really smooth finish. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, So it makes sense that it would. Would have that yeah, I, I, I mean, when you, especially when you said milkshakey, I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna have that kind of, kind of mouthfeel. But um, done talking about you. We're gonna talk about me now from Trillium, I guess, which I think is up by Boris, right? I thought that was interesting. I'm gonna Google it. Uh, Trillium's Ono beer, American Wild Ale, aged on Pinot Noir, Pinot Noir, and Chardonnay grape juice. So it's hella whiny. Um, Just like you. Oh, you're right, it is Massachusetts. Nice, good for me. Thank you. Um, What was I going to say? What was that? Like, I like Brute IPAs, which are kind of, like, in that family. So I'm hoping this will be, like, nice and crispy clean, like I'm hoping. But I don't know. Um, It pours out... With some floaties, a little bit cloudy. It's kind of a, kind of like a dark lemonade color. Oh, it smells completely like white wine. If you, if you blindfolded me and asked me to, like, pick out a bunch of different alcoholic beverages based on smell alone, I would put this in the wine category. You'd be like, give me some shrimp. Exactly, I need to get my shrimp levels back to normal after drinking all this white wine, is what I would be thinking. Oh, that's such a face. I don't like this at all. Um, Well, I realized I didn't say anything about the head because it had none. But this is just, it's, it's just, it's wine. I mean, it's really, it's wine. With kind of a beer body... I mean, it's like sparkling wine is really what it is, and uh, uh, it's not what I signed up for. I was hoping just to get that nice, crisp finish, but instead I just got mad tannins and shit. Uh, what is the name of this beer again? I have to see what its technical style is on the tap. It's O-E-N-O-B-I-E-R, so it's basically calling itself wine beer, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. It it says on the label American Wild Ale aged on a bunch of different shit. Uh, so apparently this is a series they do. Yeah. Um, wh- which one's this? Uh, Does it Pinot tell you Noir. more words? Pinot, Pinot Noir. Noir, and then Pinot. It looks like it should be pronounced manure, which can't be right. I was gonna say Meunier. Meunier, yeah. And Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Oh, also it's eleven point six. So I guess it's got that going in its favor. I do get a little bit of fuminess now that I am thinking about it, but it's just wine. It's it's brewed with a blend of those grapes. Yeah. According to Untapped. Well, it says aged on, but it really just tastes like it's wine. It says brewed with. I don't know, man. I don't know. It does, uh, it does feel a little bit like someone was like, we want to make wine, but for whatever dumb... Legal stuff like the 
the distribution and the manufacturing has to be slightly different. So we're going to make wine and call it a wild ale and pretend it's a beer. Because at 11.6, that feels like a wine, too. It's a sparkling wine is what I'm drinking. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, some people would love this. It's not for me. Sam, what do you have? Uh, I have from friend of the show at this point, Untitled Art, Candied Pecan, Pastry Stout. Uh, now, Untitled Art is famed on this show for delivering on promises made, flavor-wise. Good or bad. Right. So I'm, I'm really hoping, like, it doesn't say pecan pie, but that's really what I'm hoping for. Oh, it's there in the nose. Hello. Oh, also it's 11%. Nice. 11.7, did you say? You had to just one-up me, huh? 11%. Oh, okay. 11. You're the winner, big boy. Right? What did you have three seconds? I don't think I remembered to say, but it is. See, we're also throwing off our game today. I'm a little disappointed like this by this. It, uh, I, I'm getting a lot of generic sweetness. Yeah, but not a whole lot of. If you asked me to identify the flavor, I never would have guessed. If you told me it was a nut, pecan wouldn't even have been my first guess. Really? That's a little disappointing. Yeah, I think just because it's not what comes to mind when I think about it. Nothing is here. Yeah, right. So, you think these nuts? Because I because I like to get them wet and frothy. <laughs> exactly. Ladies. You know, horses. Look lame. What is horses what does even mean in this context? Whatever. Well, like horses, when you run a horse, they get really sweaty and it kind of gets like frothy. If you ever seen, did you know this about horses? Oh. It it almost looks like foam on their sides, but it's like sweat. But not and on their nuts. Well, I'm saying they have nuts. I, I assume they get frothy horses. I nuts. would say some of them do. Yeah. So so about half probably. Well, no, because you're not considering gelding. I guess that's true. But, so, at least some horses, I would say, have wet, frothy nuts. Thanks for titling the episode. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I feel obligated to remind Sam that our two-year-old is in the room, has headphones on. So uh, yeah, I was going to remind on. you that she has headphones on. She's that's fine. That's fine with me. She can hear anything I'm saying. Hey, Bones, you having fun? Oh, she can't hear. She just nodded. <laughs> yeah, hear me. Intentionally don't get loud. They're for I'm in the clear. Break their ears. Yeah. Shit, motherfucker, piss ass. <laughs> I, I was vibing. Give me more bars, dog. Go. It's, no, go. So that was go. that was that was uh, Reggie Watts. Oh, oh, is that from uh, Shit Fuck Stack? Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't want to take credit. Shit Fuck Stack. Shit. No, it's Fuck Shit Stack. I've been anyway. listening to that song in like ten years. I should yeah. But he he does a song where he's just he's just saying naughty words, but it with a sick rhyme or flow, I guess, not even rhyme. Get uh, big booty ladies and you buff that shit out, so it looks like fresh peaches and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is an interesting guy. Yeah, he has two really long pinky nails. He says it's so that he can play the piano better because he's got short pinkies and he needs to reach the keys. But I think it's because he's snorting cocaine. Out of both pinkies at once? It, I don't know. He's dual wielding. I've never... And one for a friend. 
I've that's that's a thought. I've never snorted a drug, but I feel like it would be one of those things where you plug one nostril to make your 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 snort extra powerful. Probably that's what they do on the TV. I don't know how realistic it is. Yeah, I know when I try to blow a snot rocket, something's yeah. get plugged. Yeah, I don't know. I just rub drugs on my gums because that's how you don't get addicted. And and then there's no calories, right? Exactly. What about you, three stacks? How do you, how do you like to do drugs? Intravenously. So I was going to say suppository. Getting lots of laughs over there. Lots of laughs. Still nothing. Crickets. Well, speaking of things that are I'm just, just I'm looking at our studio audience. Um, is that Moana? She nodded. All right. Mahalo. Um, good movie. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. That's a good song. Something that seems good, Mahalo. although I, I don't really know because I haven't read it at all. Um, comes from us from WBay.com. Original owners buy brewery back from Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, so the thing about this article is you don't need to read it because uh, it's it's so short and there's almost no new information. Oh, okay. They they got – they started their company. They entered the Craft Brew Alliance um, and then were acquired by oh, yeah. the how, – How the Craft Brew Alliance go? How's that doing? Uh, I think think this article answers your question to an extent. Um, But they, a lot of the time when uh, a brewery gets bought out, uh, the brewer takes their ball and goes home or or just starts a a different brewery. Yeah, often I find that to be the case. Yeah, but they, like, stuck with the brewery and, like, wanted to still have some, like, managerial and creative decisions, that sort of thing. And I guess they were able to kind of build up their brand. You know, someone else was putting the bill for, um, you know, distribution and marketing and all that sort of stuff. And then uh, they were like, okay, we want our thing back now. And it, it's weird to me that AB sold. I know. It makes it seem like something bad probably happened to this brand, but um, they, they bought it back and they're picking up where they left off. And uh, I think that's neat. Also, they're cousins. Yeah, it is. I would love more about this. So it's Appalachian Brewery. Do we say that Appalachian Probably Mountain not. Brewery? Um, it's from North Carolina, and they only joined AB in 2021. So seems kind of odd. I don't know. Maybe AB bought them and was like, "We're not really getting a good return on investment here. You guys want it back?" And they're like, "Okay." Uh, I found a different article that uh, explains it a little better. It looks like the Craft Brewer Alliance fully acquired Appalachian Mountain Brewery, and then AB InBev acquired Craft Brewer Alliance. Yep, yep, that did happen. Um, so then, presumably, they never wanted to be under AB InBev. So I don't know that anything bad necessarily happened, or if they were just like, whoa, 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 we didn't sign up for this when we joined the Craft Brewer Alliance. It's also possible that AB InBev never wanted them. They wanted yeah. Craft Brew Alliance, and just they were just part of that roster, and they yeah. were happy to upload them. Maybe They're like eh, we got thirty breweries out of this. Yeah, like, one of them wants out. Whatever. Yeah, it just seems so interesting to me because it's not, it's not the typical ending to this story that we hear. Yeah, it it does kind of make it seem like these are guys who actually care about uh, 
craft brew that made uh, a business decision that didn't go quite the way they expected it to, and uh, are kind of back to square one, but in a way that I don't know might be nice. Yeah, I, it's a it's a bummer there in North Carolina because I'd like to go check it out. I don't know, it, it's just interesting to me. The whole thing is interesting. Uh, I'll ask Roach's parents to check it out. Okay, cool. I know you... Scott Roach. I remember that man's first name. Oh, why? Roach. Roach is a tough, tough last name. Yeah, when um, when he got married, I was like, that's a thing. It's it's Roach after all. She did. I uh, I. She did still have her dad's last name. Her dad, who notably was not at the wedding. Uh, her her dad, uh, who she hates enough that. Her stepdad gave her away. So they're locked down the aisle together. Her stepdad gave her speech, but no one gave her away. I thought he. No, you're right. That would not be in character for a good point. Um, Her stepdad was not in her life until she was an adult. I guess if you if you if you hate your dad that much, you want to lose the name, and uh, marriage is a pretty good excuse. I guess I met a dude the other day whose last name was Scorch, and I was like, "That's fucking Fuck hard yeah. shit." Marry that That's guy. Hard Can as I just shit. force you to marry him? <laughs> Don't blame you. This <laughs> is so cool. Can we just change our last name to Scorch? I feel like um, it might be better in the political climate that we're entering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. might be weird for the girls to not have our last name. <laughs> we can change their names too. Okay, cool. You he didn't was, say that in your initial pitch. He was technically an intelligence agent, and I was like. Fucking Agent Scorch, goddamn. Would you rather be Agent Scorch or Special Agent Scorch? Oh, Special Agent Scorch. Special feels a little bit like a backhanded compliment. Special Agent is above Agent. I, I, I mean, I know, like, in the, the real rank. Yeah. Right, but, like, he's our very special agent. And he's uh, just like all our other agents, <laughs> is the, the vibe know. I get from that term. All right. All right. I can see that. He uh he's from like the the least cool intelligence branch, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. I talked about them a couple years ago. Every once in a while, they come by the fort to visit because they like look at pictures of bunkers, so they want to see the bunkers on the ground. Um, so every so, once like, in a while, make sure it matches up to whatever. No, no, for like training, for like new guys. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so they're like, this is you know what like it actually looks like on the ground, and this is what it looks like from space or whatever. So they come by every couple of years. Um, but, yeah, they're just, like, big, like, GIS nerds, essentially. I, I, with stuff like, uh, the, the CIA, you know, you yeah. imagine the training involves, like, uh, taking, taking a man out such that, right. in a public space such that no one sees it happen. Right. And I imagine that what, um, motherfuckers, I don't, I already forgot the name of this organization. Yeah. Uh, what what they have to do is just beat the shit out of a flat earther, <laughs> right? Right. You, yeah, you got to go to a flat earth convention and flash your headlights at one of them. <laughs> I, I, I I wouldn't mind beating up a flat earther. That Me sounds, neither. That sounds like a good time. Me neither. As long as it's not Kyrie Irving, he'd probably rip my head off. Uh, he's only like six one. Only six one. He's it was well, weird because. As compared to basketball players, he's very right. small and weak. That is pretty small. But as as compared to, um, you know, grown-ups. He's average uh, humans. He's large. He's large. Yeah. Large in charge. 
Um, I don't know. Does mentioning NGA get me uh, get me off the hook for content? Dog, you weren't even on last week. Tell me, tell us about your camping trip. I uh, went camping. Went camping in New Jersey, which seems like a weird con- weird contradiction. But it was a pretty oh. nice. Oh, oh, hey, I'm camping here. Besides, you're allowed to say anything whenever you want. You could offend Italians, also if you wanted to. Yeah, talk about um how you you love getting your uh, face and hands covered in in, in red sauce. Like, because you, you're like a, a weird Italian. Yeah, you like love a, a gabagool. Yeah, how do you feel about a gabagool? All I packed in my cooler was gabagool and capicol. Do you like wearing Adidas tracksuits? <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> how about gold chains? I don't like where this is going. Yeah, I know. I feel uncomfortable around WAP culture, too, three stacks. Just go back further to back during your expertise. You're a, a Greek and Roman studies major. Oh. You can just talk about the Romans. And if you have any burns on Romans, that, that technically counts as burns on Italians. Goomba Prime over there, the Romans. What's your what's your sickest burn on ancient Rome? Emperor Guido Sarducci. I guess the biggest burn on ancient Rome was done by Nero, am I right? Hey! I, I did that, that joke right, right? Get that fiddle sting in. You are my butter bitch. Nope. That's pretty close. It, it was it was good, Sam, although I think probably the biggest one was like the, the Goths and the Visigoths and the Vandals and that sort of shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They got very big and then they got too big. It turns out. Talking about my dick? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's true. To, uh, maintain an empire when it gets too big. Yeah, Doubt it. Or the Brits. Doubt it. Or the Americans. Doubt it. Um, but uh, you were going to tell us some shit, and then we... Uh, I don't we, know how we got oh, here. Oh, Joyzy. Oh, you right. Joyzy. I went camping. Yeah, I went camping in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know. It was, a, it, was, it, was, it was a very nice trip, despite some things that would you'd think would not make it nice. Like, we were camping in New Jersey, for one thing. Uh, but it was nice. It was a nice area. And number two, we... The campsite next to us was full of these kids who were just the worst. I don't know where their fucking parents were the whole weekend, but it was like, I don't know, they were probably like 9 to 13 or whatever, and they were just like, already. what? I hate these kids already, man. Yeah, they were terrible. Because like, and I don't know, I mean, I remember being that age, and I was probably doing the same shit, but they were just like cursing like for like the first time, you know? And it's just like, you're not even doing that right. Like, come on, man. Just get that curse word right, please. I'm shitting a piss over here. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, come on, man. No, you're not. You're not shitting that piss at all. Doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Or, and, or you should go to a doctor. <laughs> that's true. And then probably, like, the oldest one was, like, really obviously gay, but I don't know if he knew he was gay yet, you know? And uh, he was just, like, yelling at their dog the whole time, like, bingo! Bingo, what are you doing? What are you doing over there, Bingo? That's like the best part of their little posse was this dog, Bingo. And it was, it was, so like, they were really, I don't know. But, but even despite that going on, it, it was still a very nice time, very relaxing. I, uh, I made a, a fire using a, a, a striker for the first time, so that was cool. Is, is that like a flint and steel situation? That was well, no, I mean, you can still do that, but now they, um, they sell what are called ferro rods. They're made of ferricum, and uh, you hit that with a striker, and it 
make sparks. Oh, cool. I Most of my survivalist knowledge is uh, having read Hatchet at 10. Yeah, yeah. And remembering very little of it. That's a I also read the sequels. They weren't very good. No. Well, Brian, Brian's Winter was okay. And then the river sucked big old balls. The river sucked so bad. So and bad. They only made it a chapter into Brian's winter, and they spent the entirety of that chapter talking about how many prunes he ate and how much pooping <laughs> he did. And I was like, this book's not for me. Well, then you also would not like Star Trek, unfortunately, the next generation. Because they eat a lot of prunes? Worf, yeah. There's a whole thing about how Worf loves prunes and considers prune juice to be a warrior's drink. And so presumably he's just duking out all the time. But were there, like, two pages describing it in detail? No, That's just, where a solid, I got just a solid 45-second shot of the toilet. I think it's borderline xenophobic of you to assume that... Don't tell Worf? me. Worf? Don't, Worf? No, no, I know. I'm trying to remember the name of his race. Oh, oh. Don't tell me. Romulan? Romulans are a Star Trek race, but he's Wrong a Klingon. One. He's a Klingon. Um, but, like, their GI tracks are probably totally different than human GI tracks, so maybe prunes don't blow his ass out. That's true. You're right. You're right, Sam. Uh, does Star Trek... Star Trek has Romulans. Does it also have Remans? Uh, I believe it actually does have Remans. Fuck yeah! In- I made two different... Pretty okay ancient yeah. Rome jokes this yeah. episode. I think I think Remans are featured like once in the original series. Doesn't really add up like a Reman sum, am I right? Uh, I I know that it's was a calculus the, joke. I'm I know all over the place. The you can't nail me that. Got an I and two N's. I'm pretty sure. Good for me. Um, Stanks <laughs> is like, can I go? <laughs> Can you even put our kid to bed? It is her bedtime. I'll forgive letting her stay up late. I think as long as she's not cranky, just we can let her stay up a little late. Bed right after. She's hanging out, watching Moana. Good movie. Are you enjoying watching Moana? She nodded. This is a great conversationalist. That's good. She's got her being in. She ain't talking to nobody. While I was camping, I went to their little nature center, because, you know, I do that sort of thing. And um, they were like, yeah, you know, we get like 200 people in a month. And I was like, <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> you get 300 people in a month? We get like 300 in a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. Which is actually, it's Does actually everyone not. everyone in Delaware go to your park every day? Yeah, pretty much. No, um, it's it's actually not that it's not that huge. It's only like uh, we got thirty two thousand people in or something like that in the museum total last year, which is pretty small for museums. But I was like, you fucking suck my dick. Two hundred a month. Go fuck out of here. Two hundred. I mean, I don't know if they're open every day of the month, but if they are, that's sing- that's single digit individuals a day. Yeah, no, they're definitely not open every day. They definitely were not. But and and it was very small, but I did feel good about fucking blowing them out of the water. It just makes me feel like if I'm the docent there, yeah. Every time someone walks in, I'm like, "All right, you guys, this isn't a drill. Someone's here." Oh, that's clearly that's clearly the way they felt because they wanted to talk to us so bad. Do, do they feel like maybe that could 
uh, make some people want to leave really fast. Like it would make me leave, want to leave so fast. So that's, that's, I mean, uh, yeah, people in my profession are the worst. Like we're just fucking irritating. We want to talk all the time. And I mean, I um, hate the only one I know. Yeah, me too. Me too, buddy. Me too. Um, so, but like the thing is like to be a good, like docent or interpreter or whatever the word you want to use is, it's not about telling everybody everything you know. It's about telling everybody everything they want to know, and people don't understand that. And uh, I try to I try to train my folks like that, but it can be difficult sometimes. What What if I was at your um, park slash museum and I was like, the only thing I care about is the Atlanta Falcons. How does this relate to the Atlanta Falcons? What would you do? I'd be like, it doesn't. I'm fucking out of there, dude. Well, that's fine. You lost me. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was trying to cue you up to somehow relate your park to the Atlanta Falcons. No. I mean, I could, you know, I you could be like... that nonsense. I mean, I could be like, you know, the, the, it's a sport. They played sports here. But my job isn't to... I don't know. I think people are like, oh, yeah, we got to engage everyone and, like, make a place. No, like, if somebody doesn't give a shit, I don't care. I'm not... I don't care. I, I like that a lot, actually, because you can talk more about Colonial Williamsburg than I can. Yeah. But uh, when I went to Colonial Williamsburg, I was like, this place fucking sucks. And people kept trying to engage me, and I was like, fucking leave me alone. I fucking hate this place. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, ha- you I'm there to give you as much as you want. And if you don't want anything, I'm not here to, like, force it. It's not that I want nothing. It's that I want all you have that pertains to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, well... I think that's probably nothing. But like Matt Ryan, he's probably not still there. I haven't followed football for a few. Years. All right, here's their quarterback. I just find I go into museums sometimes, and they're like, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" I'm like, "No," and then they just start talking at me. And like, if somebody comes into my museum, I'm like, "Hey, can you help me find anything?" And they say, "No," I, I just go jump up my own ass. I don't care, you know. Just yeah, just give them something like, uh, "I'm over there if you need me." Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's do another article. Is it another article time? Speaking of jumping up your own ass. <laughs> I didn't read any of these articles. I don't know. We can do this stupid one from CNBC about, here's how the price of your beer has changed over time. It's gone up. Uh, here's how the price of everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is there is there really more analysis to do here? Things get more expensive over time. I mean... I think the only thing is, like, it, it has, wait, when it says all items. It's just, like, in any, general, like. Anything you can buy, okay. So, it, it the, the graph, like, right at the beginning is a little bit interesting, just because it shows all items as compared to um, booze at home versus uh, Distilled spirits at Man, home. Distilled spirits is where your money's at. Only twenty nine point nine percent compared to what is that? One hundred and two point nine percent from alcohol away from home. Yeah. What what this is really saying is, uh, be a wino loser and just drink drink by yourself at home. Seriously. I do wonder to some extent. I haven't read this article. Maybe it's addressed here. Um, whether they've actually, like, done any attempts to compare, like, this is from, from what year? 2000? 
the year 2000 did not have nearly as many craft breweries as currently. But if they're comparing, like, the average price of all beers to the average price of all the beers that existed in 2000, which was, like, mostly domestic draft beers, like... That's, yeah, that's an interesting point. There, there's no real normalizing for the, like, brew price, the creation yeah. price. So the, it's like... doesn't really tell the whole story. Yeah, an 11% candied pecan pastry stout is going to be more expensive than an adjunct lager. Regardless of where you're buying it. And probably that would have been the case 23 years ago. This is so like other kind of... I'm sorry, go on. If you compared the price of, like, just, you know, Bud Light to the price now, I'm sure it's gone up more than, you know, you would think it should have, but... And there, there are a craft uh, uh, liquors, too, but not in the same way they're craft beers. Like, craft yeah. liquors probably affected this some, but not like craft and, I mean, I think smaller distilleries were probably also a bigger thing at the time. I think th- I think those have had their own boom that we don't report on here as much. Yeah. But I don't think it's to the same degree. Uh, so the article is also pretty short, and it mentions uh, Molson, AB, and Heineken, but it doesn't say if those are the only ones they tracked. Tyler, has anybody told you that um, if you look at uh, just your – Mid arms versus just your whole body. You look like a different human being. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got Frankenstein that, arms. That's the fucking wildest tan line I've ever seen. Right? I don't it's know how hard, I never noticed this. Before. It is hardcore. I get this every year because our uniforms are short sleeve shirts, and I spend a lot of time outside. And I've just got like I, it looks like they transplanted a convict's arms onto my arms. It, it and it's June. Like, like. <laughs> That was, that was unnecessary, but okay. Uh, like, by late August, it'll be yeah. even more pronounced, I have to assume. Yeah. yeah. No, my, my, my forearms look like they belong in the land of our ancestors. They, they, they look like one year or next year in Jerusalem. But the rest of my body looks like, I don't know. Yeah, those forearms look like they're built for building pyramids. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but the rest of my body looks like it's, I don't know, been living with those eyeless worms underground or something like that. I think he's talking about us. <laughs> Great, what's next? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do you guys, so I, I guess, so here's a question based on my, my hideous tan line. Because huh? it is really bad. But yeah. is it better, is it like, do you think it's better to have this tan line like this? To have some tan going or to just be like all pale? I mean, obviously, the correct answer is trick question. You uh, put on, um, I don't know what the term is, like ball gown gloves, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. right, that go up to, uh, you know, the mid-bicep, and then you hop in a tanning bed, even that shit out. Yeah, right. Three sex, you have a good answer instead of the one I gave? It's a wild thing to suggest (laughs) to someone. I mean, like, I don't know. Fake tan technology has gotten better, but also, as a human who has been, um, we'll say, perpetually pasty, violently pale as well, transparent. Hmm. Transparent. Yes, pretty much. Um, I would prefer to go for the all pale all the time look, but like, 
what are you going to do? Put on a long sleeve shirt under your uniform? Is that not allowed? No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to. Put on sunscreen. What are you, a pansy? Uh, maybe okay, put on do, um, put on I Under do. Armour. <laughs> yeah. So then I, you look, you're ready to fucking run if someone's finding those dunes you love so much or whatever. I only kind of understand your job still someone after all these years. Hiding a body in your dunes. I yelled at another guy the other day, and he was like, "You're a fuck." And I was like, thank you. Have a good day. How often do you get called a fuck? How often do I get called a fuck? Not so much after the pandemic, but it was like probably 15 times a day during the pandemic. That's so... I don't think of you as someone who's slow to anger necessarily. So it's wild to me that you are able to survive in that job. Because I feel like after two days, someone would just pop my cork, and I'd punch him in the jaw and get fired. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hasn't happened. But, I, oh, yeah, people were, people were wild now in the pandemic because we required masks in the museum, and we did not give out masks. And so I get called a communist a lot for not giving out free stuff, and I was like, I thought earlier when you were like, well, not counting the pandemic, these are my numbers. I thought you were saying because you didn't see as many people, no. because people were uh, just, like, trying to be patient because we were all in it together. Yeah, no. You're saying it was much worse. It was horrible during the pandemic. People were so much angrier during the pandemic. I feel like some people were, there, there was a little bit more of, like, a post-9-11 New York vibe of, like, yeah, I, that, I now like... we're all on the same team against the yeah. real evil. Like, there, I feel like there was some of that. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And, um, I don't know, I definitely got, I, I had, I, when Sam knew me, I was at, like, a peak angry, or when Sam met me, and then I mellowed out, and now I'm, now I'm getting right back to that peak, I don't know, I don't know. Mm, you peaked sophomore year. I peaked sophomore year? Okay, that's fair. That was Jewish Muslim relations. No, <laughs> that's fair. But, um, but, uh, I've been climbing back up there. But I don't know, people were definitely worse in the pandemic, yelling at me a lot more, but I, I, I don't know, I get it maybe w- once a week, maybe now. But but usually I just I'm just like all right thank you have a good day thank you have a good day thank you have a good day and that really gets people mad. So I was wondering like I was just like you too sir yeah <laughs> or even just go all the way and be like I think that you are a fuck. But you they probably tell on you. Yeah yeah no I, sometimes fuck. people people have been like you're being really rude uh, and sometimes I'm like I think walking past a no entry sign is really rude but there we are. And they'll be like, oh, and then they just walk away. But and you have, but you have a little bit of boss standing too. So like, I do. Do you ever have a who's the manager here? I demand to blah blah blah. No, and I would. And you're love, like, I'm right here, motherfucker. I would love to do that because I would just take off my hat and then put my hat back on. I've got it all. <laughs> I've got it all in my head about how I would confront that situation. I think you have wet dreams about this. Scenario. I sure do. No, I've never. I've never gotten that. I did get in trouble one time for yelling at somebody too much because they were interrupting our black powder training, which is like the only thing in my job I take seriously. And so I, well, I, you don't want someone to get their arm blown off. Exactly. Right. That's like the only thing where I would actually get in trouble for something. So I, I really gave somebody the business. And then my boss was like, you can't be doing that. You got to chill out. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't gotten in trouble for it. So it's all good. You want to talk about pie? Oh, are we doing a are we doing a pie thing? We're we're so um 
Is it a mini? Is it a mini bracket? We're not doing a bracket. Oh. But I am staying with my new character that I accidentally created and only talking about food. Okay. Um. So three sex and I had for lunch because my parents, whom I love, let me just say how much I really love my parents. Um. They always send us food for my birthday. Yeah. Uh, from like various like frozen food services. Yeah. And we we kind of were going down it earlier today. It's hit or miss, and it's a little stronger on the miss end. Um, had easily the worst ribs of my life. Uh, and and just sometimes it's like, okay, these these tamales are fine, but neither of us really like tamales that much, so I'm not really sure why you sent them to us. Because your dad likes because my dad likes tamales. Is why. Um, and I don't hate them. Just it's never what I'm gonna. It's like my mom is convinced I love hibachi restaurants. And I think they're fine, but I've never expressed a love for hibachi. So we, like, go out to eat the hibachi semi-often. I'm like, this is fine, I guess. Probably one time someone said hibachi and you misheard and thought they said hitachi. And you were like, and those I, rule. I those. Yeah, man. Don't worry, three times. I'll explain that joke to you later. Uh, <laughs> so what we had for lunch, not hibachi, not hitachi. Pies. We had savory hand pies. Oh, that I'm into. I'm into that. Um, so the flavor we had today, there's there, it was the variety pack, but the flavor we had today was steak and stout. And so that got me thinking to myself, I don't have any content for when we record two hours from now. What are three hand pies that involve beer that I would want? Um, so... I'm going to tell you, I thought of three. I'm going to tell you my three. You can pretend to react to them while you actually think of them. Yeah, 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 that sounds good. Um, so the first one that came to mind, I feel like every time we talk uh, food and beer pairings, it's uh, spicy and hoppy. So um, number one would be like a buffalo chicken APA. I don't think I'd want to go all the way to IPA because I think if you have too much bitter, and also there's crust there. It gets weird. So an APA just to kind of uh, bring that contrast. That's number one. Uh, number two, um, we talked during the soup rack. You know I'm a fan of broccoli cheese. It would be uh, a broccoli cheddar. And, like, what you really need there is, like, heavy malt character, American strong ale. I think that balance is real nice. Uh, and number three, obviously, this is we're talking dessert. Pineapple and fruited sour. I feel like you could really easily go for like chocolate and a chocolate stout. Obviously, that's stupid. But like something, something dessert stout within the compliments yeah. of dessert stout. I think going fruity and sour is a little more interesting. I was also thinking something like a, like a, you know, along the lines of like a tart using some sort, like a fruit tart using some kind of sour Berliner Weiss or something like that. Yeah. I was definitely thinking that. I don't know. Maybe like a, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, do you have anything while he, um, fails? While I vacillate? Like a mushroom porter or something like that might be good. But it's, it's funny, Zach, because we, we had the steak stout, but there was a decent it's amount so of mushroom, mushroom in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what goes in a stew. I feel like you could do something, I, this is, this is just for you. I feel like you could do like a rash beer with like a hammer of bacon. Oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. You, you 
You're saying that for the right audience. Yeah, seriously. Everybody's in on that. Hey, Bones, do you like Roush beers? She nodded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good That's a good choice. That's a good one. You could go so many ways with Roush because you could do, like, a brisket or something, too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could do, like, a, um, a banana with, like, I, I don't know. Hand pies are tough because you can't really do like a cream pie in a in a hand pie. This is the second time we mentioned cream pies today. Yeah. We're obsessed. Um, but I feel like like banana and like half bison or Belgian is a a solid combination of food and beer I, that I think, I think should be in more foods. I think orange with either of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and wait, Tyler, you had one more. I think you had to do. How did this get away with it? You did three, didn't you? Three stacks? I think I only did. Oh, well, uh, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Um, I don't know, man. Now I can't. I'm only thinking Roush beers, but let me try something else. Let me try something else, like a, uh, like a, uh, 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 uh right about uh, <clears throat> show, brother. Yeah. Um. Um. Three stacks. Damn it. Fuck. Shit. Uh, I feel like there was one time we had... This is, like, kind of cheating, because we had steak and stout, but I feel like there was a time when I was going to um that one website or recipe blog that's just, like, here's foods that contain beers. Oh, yeah. Um, And we made... Beer and S? The beer and S, yeah. Um, we made some, like, broccoli beef with stout. Or something oh, that yeah. was really, really good. Yeah. I feel like you could do something there. Eels in an English bitter. Stick it in a stick it in a pie. Eels. E- Eels. Eels. And what? An English bitter. Oh. He he didn't have any idea if he just said something. Uh my my bonus answer, uh, that I also thought of uh, would be corned beef and pickle beer. Yeah. A lot of salt in that. I understand why somebody would like that, but that somebody would not be me. Well, you don't like pickles. Exactly. Uh, that's all I had. Okay. You're that's welcome. Fine. I appreciate it. Let's do our last article here, shall we? Hmm. Um, breweries are starting to capture carbon from beer. Ooh. I feel like we did an article about this four years ago. Did we? We've done a few articles on, like, this is the the crazy hack that this brewery is doing for conservation reasons. That's true. I mean, we've done, like, people using their old grains for shit. Yeah. And I think maybe capturing some of the energy back and using it for stuff. But I guess NASA has invented some fucking carbon capture technology, which is uh, about the size of a refrigerator... Um, and it takes in CO2 from the fermenters and then, uh, filters it, condenses it into a liquid, and then, um, wait. How does it come from liquid to gas? Wait, so this is taking the carbon dioxide out of the beer and then putting it back into the beer? What? Well, CO2 as a byproduct? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... And just, like... Yeah. Putting it back in, I guess. Well, they they're not are... taking it. They're not taking it out of the beer. It would be coming out of the beer already, and they're just capturing I mean, yeah. it. Yeah. 
and then I plug it back into the beer. Splitting hairs a little bit. It's not though. Do you want me to just go? I can just go. I was yelling at Sam on this one. I thought he was splitting hairs. That's what you dear. This is like that one time that I was making fun of Lucy and um freaking what's her name thought I was making fun of her and then got all mad and ran away. And I was like, I was making fun of Lucy, you clowns. Now, how many guesses do I have? It was, uh, it's, uh, Molly. Was it Lee? Was it Molly? No, it was Molly. That sounds like Lee or Molly. That Lee was a solid guess. Yeah. Anyway, so basically it's like they're just harvesting their waste CO2 and putting it back into the final product. Yeah, and then they're making it to, to, to CO2 it up. But I don't understand. I don't know why there's a NASA thing. It seems like all you need is a, it's like a flex tube. It does, well, because there's some shit about how they make it into a liquid and then regasify it that I don't understand. You make it cold as all hell, and then you let it warm back up. That's all it is. Oh. You can you can turn oxygen into liquid, too, if it gets cold enough. There's a guy who um, set, like, a, a scuba diving depth record by using uh, liquid oxygen. Uh, but he gave himself ammonia because he breathed liquid oxygen. <laughs> and then he died, like, two weeks later. Did he really? Uh, according to a half remember Google article I read, yeah. That's wild. That seems like... I'm going to have to Google this. It's going to be, like, the number six post on Snopes. Like, no, yeah, idiot, yeah, yeah. this is not a thing. I like this idea, though, because it reminds me of, like, in the 1800s when dudes were just leaping off of towers. Like, my Batman wingsuit will work. Right. I mean... It, it made sense... It makes sense, like, when you think about, like relative densities, I guess. Sure. But, uh, yeah, very weird. Yeah. He says he's Googling it so she can uh, burn me live on air. I mean, like, everything is just in its uh, state of matter based on its relative temp. Like, water is the one where you think about having the three states, but everything has the three states. If oxygen had cold enough, it would turn solid. Just, sure. We would be so fucking dead at that temperature. It doesn't matter. Hell yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. I can't wait. To be dead? <laughs> yeah. Well, so far you've uh, made a joke about hating yourself and making a joke about looking forward to being dead. Um, should your con- content be like, um, oh, what is the term where you say nice things about yourself? I don't uh, know. I'm not familiar with doing that. Assurances, validations. Validations? Sure, that sounds hippy-dippy. Oh, that Whatever. Uh, do some of, Do some of those. Tell us all how great you are. It'll so, be good for you. Is the perfect crime drowning somebody in oxygen? No. Uh-huh. Why not? Because it sounds like it is. You know, like that puzzle where it's like there's a guy hanging and the only thing in the room is a puddle of water. How did right. he die? I, I heard that guy got stabbed and all <laughs> that was in there was a puddle of water. <laughs> but that sounds like, it just sounds like taking that to the next level. Right. You're just like, this man drowned, but how? There's no water in this room. You, you can try drowning. You're, you're taking this all away from me. I mean, I feel like if you have the very specific access to the very specific equipment to uh, turn oxygen into liquid. Yeah. And then you're probably on a list anyway. Someone, like, yeah. Hmm, I guess had what motive I'm and the ability to... You know, turn this into liquid. 
I guess what I'm saying is, why haven't I seen this in an X-Files episode? Uh, it was an episode of uh, Bones where someone froze their own blood into bullets and then used that to shoot someone. Did that work? Huh? I don't think that would work. It worked on TV. I feel like it would just it would shatter. explode, shatter yeah. the bullet like as yeah. soon as it's ignited. I would agree. Uh-huh. It worked on TV. Unless you're... Hold on, let me text David Boreanaz. If he gets back to me before the end of the show, I'll let you know what David what, said now, about that scene. Now, what they should have done is frozen their own blood into a knife and stabbed somebody to death with their blood knife. Well, but then, like, it had the added bonus of... Because it didn't... They, spoilers, they shot bones. Uh, and it didn't kill her, but then, like, while she was in the hospital, there was, like, some crazy thing where she started crashing again, and they couldn't figure it out. This is a bad, bad blood, blood infusion. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would work with blood knife. And did they like, did they solve the crime by like separating their blood out and DNA testing the blood? I think so. yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm, Bones. If you're still on the air, I'm I'm open. I can pitch you some stories. I'm just saying, you could find a homeless dude with like Hep C or something. Pay him twenty bucks for a bucket of blood. Wait, make a are blood you knife. killing him with Hep C? I feel like. The Occam's razor here is you stab them to death with a blood knife. Well, who I cares mean, if they have Hep C? Well, uh, it was Three Stacks who bl- brought into how if they survive, then having some weird sort of blood disease. Will... I think that was a that was not the idea of the murder. It's not an idea. It's just a backup. But you also have to figure out that they stabbed you with a blood knife because if you think it's just a normal knife, they're not going to check for that. That's what I'm saying, Tyler. How do you feel about the nickname Blood Knife? You like that nickname? I love it. Blood Knife. I love that. All right, Blood Knife. Are we rating or are we doing three sexes content? Three sexes. Because I think we're, content? I think we're getting there. No. All right. Well, I thought you're, I thought you're going to talk about Quayson. <laughs> about um, what? So should so we see child, if we can get her to say it? We should leave our child alone. Uh. So our kid came home from daycare the other day telling us that her friend Grayson had to go home early. And then we asked if he got picked up at normal time. He said, yeah, his mom came at, at normal time. Uh, but we asked why Grayson had to go home. And her response was, because he slipped in poop. Oh, then, no. Um, upon follow-up questions, uh, we determined that it was Murray's poop. Who's we have Murray? Murray. Any of this and happened. These are both her daycare friends. <laughs> uh, but now sometimes that's right. Like, there's a, there's someone named Murray who's not sixty years old. Seriously, I I because I was thinking like, is Murray the guy who runs the daycare? <laughs> Don't worry, no men are employed at this daycare. All right. But she was just like jumping off the couch while nonchalantly telling us about how Grayson had to go home because he slipped on Murray's poop. Uh, but now she thinks that that's just part of jumping off the couch. She'll just start telling us story on, again. On the couch and, Say, Grayson's not here because he had to go home because he slipped in Mui's poop. And neither of us have the confidence to ask the daycare teachers whether this is an event that happens. <laughs> it's probably not exactly the way she tells it, but maybe there are some nuggets of truth, and I'd like to know what those are. You shouldn't have said nuggets. Yeah, I, as soon as it's out of my mouth, I was like, got to put those nuggets back in my mouth. Oh no, they're poop. I saw a video the other day of a a man. It was like a CCTV from a grocery store, and a man was in a self-checkout line. And he, like, self-checked out and put his stuff in the bag and started to walk off. 
and just shooted diarrhea down his leg and like onto the floor, and then he just kept walking. It well, like what else does he do? He was wearing like like jeans, and it just shot out of the bottom <laughs> of the jeans onto the floor, and he just kept walking away. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, if I find it, I definitely didn't save it anywhere <laughs> for any reason. Uh, hey, Bones, did Grayson slip in Murray's poop? She nodded. <laughs> she looked very confused. Like, why are you asking me about this again? Leave me alone. I, I told you already. I told you. I We're told nowhere near the couch. Why would you be asking about this? What's up, What's dude? Do you have your binky in your mouth? Do you want to come talk on the podcast a little? Yeah? You want to bring the iPad? You can't bring the iPad, dog. Glad I didn't spork up for this episode, bro. Say hi to Bones. Hey, Bones. How you doing? Hello. Say it, say it again once more in the microphone without without touching it with your mouth. Can you say that again? What did you just say? And what happened? Oh. So, so was Grayson at school for the rest of the day? He didn't have to go home? Yeah. Watch Moana. <laughs> you want to go back and watch Moana? Okay. Couldn't couldn't handle being interrogated. Her story started <laughs> to fall apart. <laughs> as soon as we're asking for evidence, facts. <laughs> Man, I hope I hope that got picked up because he's got new things. That was pretty funny. Um we're probably we're probably at rate though, eh? Yeah, that's fine. You want to go first since you're sitting there and your wife is not? Yeah, sure. Um, I have Untitled Art Candied Pecan Pastry Stout. This is a beer that tastes completely fine. I don't have any issues with it. Um, got a strong malt backbone. It's a little more sweet, like sugary sweet than I would really like, unless it was like a, like a milk stout or a sweet stout. I guess yeah. it is a pastry stout. Uh, it still is more sweetness than I wanted, and it didn't taste like pecan. So that was frustrating. 11%. I love that. We give it a 6-6, six, six, which I think is like a, higher than my average, but also seems maybe generous. the worst I've ever rated an actual art beer. That's fair. I had Trillium's Ono Beer, American Wild Ale, Asian Pinot Noir, Pinot's Mouillet, and Chardonnay Grape Juice, uh, 11.6. I, I mean, so... They called it wine beer, and wine beer it was. Um, it really tasted like like white wine. Uh, it it kind of had a, almost like a, that buttery flavor that you sometimes get as it warmed up. It really was just like a, a beer wine. So they get a 10 for, like, doing what they wanted to do, but it's not for me. So I think I'm going to give it, like, a 2.8. I just I – wouldn't, I wouldn't want to drink this again, even though I think it's exactly what they set out to do. I just, I'm, I, yeah. So, a 2.8, because it's just not my style. 
and I'll recommend it to audiophiles, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it, it really, yeah, it's a wine beer. I feel like we should present this to some of our wine friends. Be like, does this bridge a gap for you? Right. Well, th- they should have this on Wines Day Wednesday, episode two. <laughs> episode three. Oh, episode three, excuse me, I you're think, right. I think they did do one episode. They? I thought you did. You had them on Bruce Day Tuesday to do Wednesday Wednesday, and then I thought there was one other episode. I thought you were on both of them. That's why I was. I, I don't think I was on either of them. You were definitely on the first one, 100%. Right. You have to dig in the crates. 100% on the first one, definitely. Darfinitely. You're thinking of Ladies Night. You were on Ladies Night. What are you thinking of? I think I was on Wednesday, Wednesday. I don't know. What she was thinking of was the rating of her beer. Yeah, I had Energy City Brewing, Bistro, Pineapple, Banana, Cream Pie. This beer was good. I'm glad that I drank it on this 85-degree weekend. Um, it it was probably the best Berliner, Berliner Weiss beer I've had, which is because it was not sour at all. It tasted uh, kind of like a tropical starburst start to finish. That good. It, it was, like, very easy to drink. It never got, like, oh, this is too tart. I don't want to keep drinking this. But also, it pretty sweet, so I'm going to give this a 7-4, and I'm going to recommend it to, I don't even know, people who would really rather be drinking like a pina colada, but have to settle for a beer of some sort. All right. Well, uh, do you know what you're drinking next week, Samuel? It all depends on who's on, because I have couple sours chambered. Um, I also have I have a I have a warhead sour that's different than the ones that have been on already. Okay, well, so do I. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Pickle beer. Pickle beer. Oh, also 3x me another pickle beer. No, no I'm oh. so sick of these goddamn pickle beers. I've only had like two and a half on. You've had two and Zach has had like two. Anyway. Yeah, so uh I Time will tell. Well, listener, if you want to let us know what style you're sick of seeing on this show, uh, you can email us at Bruce Tuesday Podcast gmail.com. You can comment on the links at BruceTuesday.com. Thanks, Ginsburgs, for being around, and we'll see everybody next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. Well, the nice thing about this and how wrong we were, Tyler, is uh, nobody will show. know. <laughs> it's fact, yep. And if I was right, it definitely would have been the tail. But <laughs> thanks to you and being correct, we don't have one.